Welcome to the first ever, ever episode of Congratulations, a Neon Genesis watch-along show. My name is Sarancha, and I've watched Evangelion 10 years ago, and uh, Stereos is here. He has never watched Evangelion. No, we just watched episode one. It's the first time I've ever seen any of it. I've seen like little clips here and there. I know the memes, but this is the first time I watched the opening sequence, for example. Like, I'd never heard that song before. Oh, really? Everybody really likes that song. That's like the one thing everybody knows about it. But big thank you to the person that came up with the name for the show, Casey Cosmos. One of our oldest and dearest Patreos, Casey Cosmos. She came up with the name. Congratulations. And Neon Genesis Evangelion Watch Along Podcast. Thank you so much. We will be sending you some merch for your cool name. Speaking of cool, this opening sequence was cool as hell. It, watching it, I realized that I had seen it parodied a million times, but I had never seen the original. Like, I've seen characters slowly turning their heads in regular show. <laughs> so I've seen like uh, like a, a Mordecai and Rigby and Pops uh, turning their heads to a cool song and a bunch of wh- like what are some of those words that flash on the screen? Like Tokyo 3 which is the name of the city that they're in. I don't, that's the only one I remember. Yeah, there was like a bunch of cool words come flashing up. It is really stylish. Like even now this looks very, very modern. I think this was 1995 that this was made i'm pretty sure because it takes place in the far off year of 2015 yes we open on 2015 ad coming up on the screen we see some totally destroyed underwater cities there is an emergency radio announcement that's telling people like you got to get to the underground shelters Uh, there's there's an attack on the way But there's a kid who says, fuck that, I want to get laid, and it's Shinji. We meet our protagonist, and he's walking around like this lockdown city, and the city is swarming with flying tanks. There's a giant monster on the way, and he's holding like a postcard from a girl with a kiss on it. Right, that's Misato, what Zero Pussy does to a motherfucker. (laughs) He's willing to walk around a city getting attacked by it. Aliens. The postcard was from Misato? Yeah, it had Misato's, uh, like, titties on it. I did not know that. Okay. Well, uh, that's understandable because we don't know who Misato is when we see the postcard. God, it is so hard to talk to you about this show because it gets so stupid. And I just want to tell you everything about it. Well, but- what I've seen is really awesome. All right. I assume this was a postcard just from a random girl that, that he was like a pen pal with. But all right, it's a postcard from Misato. So what? You thought he was just trolling around for puss and yes! he happened to find? Yes. I, I assumed it was like a girl who he knew. And he was like, I'm going to go visit the city and visit this girl. Like, fuck this danger shit. I want to go get laid. But speaking of Misato, we are then introduced to Misato. Uh, she is clearly the coolest character you've ever seen. She is undeniably fashionable, like even in the post-apocalypse. She's got cool sunglasses. She's driving a cool sports car. And she's like driving around looking for Shinji. So like there's this like wish fulfillment thing to like there's this real hot girl and like she's real interested in you and she's looking for you. See, that's interesting that you see this as a wish fulfillment thing because everybody both fictional and non-fictional, meaning the people watching the show, Think that Shinji's a fucking pussy. Well, well, we'll get to that eventually. I mean, at this point, we don't know that. At this point, Shinji 
he either seems really brave or really stupid because he's, again, he's walking around during a military attack. And, like, we see some Japanese generals. They're like, oh, launch the bombs, launch the missiles. It's a very Godzilla kind of thing. And they're launching all these missiles at this giant walking city-sized monster named an angel. Uh, Can you, like, describe these angels? Okay, the angels, they are aliens. They are gigantic. They are not robots. Okay, we don't don't know that at this point. At this point, we just see some kind of crazy monster. It's gigantic. It's ugly. It's very, very tall, and it is indestructible. Yes. uh, All the missiles have no effect. All the bombs... You know, it's like kind of like typical Godzilla raising of the stakes. Like, they try the military. It doesn't work. Then these generals are like, well, we have this cool landmine uh, that we're not supposed to use near cities, but like, yeah, fuck it, we'll uh, use yeah, this. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> we'll, we'll use this landmine near the cities. So the generals are like, oh, man, this landmine's totally going to work. And Misato rescues Shinji like just in time from this landmine's blast. Yeah, way to fucking go. Way to almost kill your fucking uh, director of alien science's son. <laughs> the way there, the one that can only, the only one who can pilot the uh, robot because they got a day, 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 one percent chance. Wait, are you blaming Masato for this? No, I'm blaming fucking the generals. Like, yes. Shouldn't the guy, because the guy with the glasses, whose name is Genji, but we don't know that yet. The guy with the glasses is Shinji's dad. And he was there and he was like, like, couldn't you say, hey, can we lay off in the landmine for like five minutes until my son gets here? So it's kind of established. Uh, Masato, she's got, she's got some government files in her cool sports car on Shinji. She's clearly there looking for Shinji. You know, it's, it's kind of like a Terminator 2 thing, like, come with me if you want to live. Shinji gets in the car. Masato saves Shinji from the landmine's blast. The camera goes, like, right up her ass <laughs> when she, like, dives on Shinji. Immediately, this is, like, the horniest possible show. Later... And I mean, like, a minute later, Masato is driving Shinji to a secret government base called Nerve, and the camera is just right between her thighs. <laughs> like, if that was a real-life camera, there'd be a guy crouched down between her legs, shooting up between her thighs at Shinji. That's the magic of anime, baby. Did you like that? Did you like the fan service? That's what I'm interested. If it makes you feel any better... Misato is not underage. No. Well, clearly she's not underage, which is a different problem. (laughs) That, like, they're, like, later we're introduced to, like, another super hot girl, like a blonde scientist wearing a swimsuit and a lab coat. Ritsuko. I did not, I didn't catch her name, so thank you. I like how horny this show is. I think it's really (laughs) interesting because... I'm imagining myself as like a kid watching this show in 1995 after school. And so far, this show has a lot of stuff that's interested me. It's got action and my dick is hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's like there's this kid. Everybody wants this kid. This kid is clearly important. So like I'm watching that. Like There's some wish fulfillment there. It's like, yeah, I want to be important. I want like everybody to want my attention and need my help. All the women in it are models. They're all like hot models. And it's like. That's pretty cool when you're a kid. Like, if you you know, if you're not into women, these are also like very fashionable, very cool, strong characters. This scientist lady in a swimsuit, 
very under control, but very intelligent, like very powerful right off the bat. Yeah, no, uh, it's a, a stacked by nervous, stacked by many beautiful big titty scientists. Yeah. And so uh, so they get to Nerve, and on the way there, Shinji's, like, worried because he's like, ah, my dad abandoned me. My dad clearly <laughs> has only called for me now because he needs something from me. And Shinji's absolutely right because we meet Shinji's dad. What's the guy's name? Genji. We meet Genji, and Genji, like, doesn't even go over and, like, hug Shinji. Like, doesn't, it isn't like, son, it's so great to see you. He, he's not like, son, I'm sorry I didn't uh, send for you years ago uh, and have you, like, here safe with me in this cool government facility, like, in the last undestroyed city on Earth. Uh, they're, they're in some kind of, like, underground, undestroyed humanity's last hope kind of city. And it's pretty obvious that Genji is important enough that he could have had Shinji with him the whole time. He definitely could have. But uh, did you notice that when Genji runs, I think he literally does say, you're only here because I need you now. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like Genji goes, do you know why you're here? And Shinji goes, because you need me. And Genji's like, yeah. Absolutely right. Get in the fucking robot. (laughs) Right. And uh, this is... I. I know about this whole, like, get in the Eva Shinji meme. I did not expect to see it immediately. Genji's like, you got to get in this robot. And Shinji is understandably confused. He had no idea this robot existed. His dad won't give him a hug. He's, like, surrounded by supermodels. And now, like, everyone's like, you really do got to get in this robot. And fight the alien that almost (laughs) killed you and is about to wipe out humanity. That's what I love about this show is every single character is like, Shinji, you're a fucking pussy. And meanwhile, Shinji's got, like, the entire weight of humanity on his shoulders and nobody gives a fuck. So far, I have not seen any anybody call this kid a pussy like so far it is uh, look and if that happens that happens but like so far it is totally understandable put aside the fact that like if someone was like you got to get in this death robot and fight a giant monster that's that's killed a bunch of humans you'd be like i don't know where i would begin to do that like you couldn't have told me about this robot years ago you couldn't send me like a manual or a training sim or something put all that aside shinji's dad is also an asshole and he's like i don't want to help you Period. It is. I don't think anybody directly calls Shinji pussy, but it's very heavily implied. Like, remember when he gets in the robot and he's like, oh, this fluid is gross. And Masato's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> She's like, you're a big boy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that. I kind of got the sense that that scene was like Masato, like trying to give him confidence because that is gross. Uh, but before Shinji gets in the robot and starts breathing in <laughs> amniotic fluid, like it's there's clearly like some rebirth shit happening here. Shinji's like, yeah, I'm not getting in the robot because fuck you, dad. I hate you. You abandoned us. Does he start crying? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if Shinji starts crying, uh, uh, but Genji goes, all right, well. Get the other pilot. Get the lady pilot who's almost dead because my son's a pussy. And then they wheel out this like young girl who is like clearly like way closer to Shinji's age than Misato. Uh, this young girl's named Ray. Yeah. She's wheeled out in a hospital bed. She is all fucked up. She's like covered in bandages. She's got IVs going into her arms. And then also she's bleeding. She's like actively currently bleeding. <laughs> And Genji's like, get in that robot and fight the thing that's trying to destroy humanity. And Ray's like, all right. Which is pretty cool. Like, we only see Ray for like a second, 
but it's that like immediately establishes like, oh no, she's a strong character. Like she, even though she knows that she getting in this role will probably kill her. Like she's still down to get in this robot. Right. See, Shinji, the girl can do it. Why can't you do it? Shinji, at this point, seeing that like a young dying girl is going to be put into this robot, like Shinji starts hesitating. Then the angel finds the last city, starts attacking it. A laser blast hits the city and debris starts falling. It's about to crush this girl when all of a sudden the robot's hands out of nowhere like shield Shinji and the girl. And everyone's like, well, how the hell did this happen? Because nobody's piloting the robot. How did the robot's hands just move? But then like Genji like smiles and you get the sense that and maybe Shinji has some kind of psychic connection with this robot. It's never, it isn't explained yet why the robot did it but like you get the sense that this is kind of Shinji's doing yeah and Shinji's out here and Ray's out here and Genji's up there who's in the robot <laughs> and uh the answer is about to be Shinji so Shinji's like all right all right I'll get in your stupid robot if you're gonna kill this girl so like Shinji is directly emotionally manipulated by his absent father into climbing into a robot he's never heard of to save humanity and to fight a terrifying, unstoppable monster that, like, apparently these angels were also around 15 years ago. Now they're back. Now they're worse. Now they can regenerate or something. Like, these angels are like a terrifying menace. And some of your questions will be answered. <laughs> In the few, in the many episodes, I think there's 26 episodes we got to get through before the movie. I hear there's like 26 episodes and then there's like a reboot series, but it's not a reboot. I'm guessing it turns out to be an alternate timeline. I know Japan loves to do that. I haven't seen that one, so that'll be new for me too. Yeah, and then I know there's a new movie that just came out, but, uh, but again, we're jumping way ahead. Shinji gets in the robot. The robot is filled with amniotic fluid. And he's like, this is disgusting. And he's right. That's <laughs> disgusting. All of a sudden, he's like, he's surrounded by like tapioca goo. And Masato's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> Drink the fluid, bitch. You'll get used to it. What are you, pussy, you fucking cuck? Just drink the fucking fluid, Shinji. <laughs> Stop fucking complaining. Don't you know if you don't shut the fuck up and pilot this robot, all of humanity is going to die? You can handle a little bit of amniotic fluid. This, that doesn't happen. Masato is, like, very understanding. And um, Masato, she, you know, not having ever seen her before, like, I get why people like her, because she's kind of like this spark in the darkness it's a post-apocalyptic future everything sucks everyone's gonna die and she is just really into cool clothes and having cool hair when her car gets fucked up by the mine all she can worry about is she's like damn it it's gonna be so expensive to fix this car i have like 33 car payments left <laughs> and then also they duct tape her car together before they drive the car away from the ruined city and towards Nerve, which like establishes that she's like, look, we're not leaving any pieces of my cool, awesome car behind. 
Yeah, it makes me so sidebar. I know I said this while we were watching this. It makes me so fucking nervous when characters, I know that they're cartoon characters and they're not fucking real, but it makes me so fucking nervous when they stop, turn their head away from the wheel and have full on conversations with the people in the passenger seat. I don't know why that makes me very nervous, but it is totally something that Misato would do. Yeah, the only thing that kind of excuses it is that this is an abandoned underwater city that she's like texting and driving (laughs) around in, but we do see her car like almost go off the road a bunch of times on its way to this military base right so a bunch of giant elevators open up and there's like one of those sequences where people are like robot synchronizing 44 percent harmonized oh my god we've never seen this ro- anyone harmonized with the robot so well like secondary generators turned on main batteries to full open the bay doors and like a bunch of elevators open up and the robot like shoots up to the surface and the robot comes face to face with like a terrifying alien with like a skull for a head. I forgot about that. It's got like a weird skull for a head. And the alien powers up a laser attack, the same <laughs> laser attack that we've seen, annihilate buildings and cities, <laughs> aims the laser right at a terrified boy who is still in his school clothes, piloting a robot he did not know existed until 10 minutes ago. And we smashed it to be continued. Yeah, and then the laser shoots through Shinji. Shinji dies, and Genji's like, fucking finally. (laughs) This kid is out of my hair. It is. Look, if all you people hate Shinji, that's fine. I don't see it yet. This kid seems like he's under a lot of stress and pressure. And it's really, really easy to sympathize with this kid. Because his dad is a huge dick. Yeah. Like, like, what do you think of Genji as a character? He's a huge dick. Like, I don't think you could watch that first episode and not be like, Genji's a huge dick. Like, he gets a little mm, development later, but no, he's a huge fucking dick. Look, and I'm sure we're going to have an episode where where Genji's like, I didn't want you here at the base because it's actually more dangerous at the base. And I love you. That's why I didn't want you here. Like, they always do that shit in Japan where, like, in episode 12, we humanize the bad guy. Like in uh, Food Wars when Food Hitler, all of a sudden it turns out, oh, he was bullied. Oh, yeah. No, that excuses it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hitler didn't get into art school. So he had to <laughs> take over the food world. And that is where we end with the, the first episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. It was awesome. I was instantly hooked. It looks really cool. The music is cool. These characters are cool. The animation is cool. And... Not a lot happens, but you feel like a lot. Like, if we, like, look at the plot, like, what happens? Like, they get the boy, they get into a city, he gets in a robot. Like, it's, like, three plot points. Yeah. But it's all, like, really tense and really energetic, and it seems really desperate and interesting to me. No, it is great. I felt like when you recommended this, but we do this podcast, that you would really, really like uh, this show because it is like Star Wars, but robots. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I never watched this show is just because I heard the endings are not great. Like you told me a long time ago. I mean, even before you told me, like, I've always heard that these movies were made like under duress by a creator who didn't want to and that these movies leave a real sour taste in your mouth. Oh, there's two episodes that we will not be skipping. We die like men that are just completely fucking out out of left field, I will say. And I read on the Wikipedia page, I think, that somebody like vandalized the building because people were so into the show and got so fucking pissed off. 
that they decided to end it the way that they did? I don't know how this ends, you know, but what I do know is, you know, Battlestar Galactica was awesome, and the last episode of it kind of sucks that, like, a really great series was kind of spoiled by, like, a subpar last episode. And, like, Lost, you know, the first season is great, you know, then you get to, like, the last season, the last episode, and it's kind of like, I don't know, something about a bad ending can ruin a good show. Oh, yeah, like the ending of Seinfeld. That was terrible. Yeah, the ending of Seinfeld was so bad that, like, the executive producer had to make another season of his other show to fix the bad ending of his first show. Okay, now imagine that, but on the last two episodes of Seinfeld, they uh, go to clown school and become clowns. And then that's the end, and then somebody firebombs the Seinfeld studio, and they're like, all right, we'll give you a Seinfeld movie. It's really that crazy? <laughs> oh, no, I don't I don't know what actually happened. I know the building was vandalized. I don't remember. I think the director got death threats, but I gotta go back and read that. No, I mean, the last two episodes were really that crazy. Like, it, what, it shifts genres and becomes a wholly other thing? What? It's just weird. Okay. I don't want to tell you too much, but it does not fit with the tone of the rest of the show, is what we're going to say. Okay, cool. Well, just kind of wrapping up, I really loved what I saw, which I assumed I would. Like, I know this show is good. Everyone's always like, why don't you watch the show? Why don't you watch the show? And it's like, well, yeah, look, I'm sure it's great. It's giant robots fighting. <laughs> like, well, like, what's not to like about that? But, uh, you know, it, it, it sucks when someone doesn't stick the landing. But here's the thing, like, I might be surprised because... Everybody goes into the show expecting the ending to be bad at this point. Like, it's, like, legendarily, like, a, a disappointing ending. So, like, maybe maybe kind of with those expectations, I'll see stuff that I like. I'm not kind of resigned to going into this thing ready to hate it. I mean, that's good. That's good that you're trying to keep an open mind. I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to watch more episodes with, of this with you. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's like that one night that we watched, uh, what was it? Kirk and Mr. Spock. What's that? Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek. I really liked Star Trek. That was fun. Yeah, Star Trek is great. But, st- but like Captain Kirk, the coolest character ever, has like a legendarily dumb ending. <laughs> He gets, like, killed by, like, a shitty scientist. His last words are, oh, my. And then he gets buried under some rocks somewhere. Okay. It's like, Captain Kirk. That's like this, but you just make Captain Kirk, like, the universe's biggest pussy. All right. Oh, that's enough Shinji (laughs) slander for one day. Uh, Thanks for listening to Congratulations and Eva Watch Along podcast. We would not be making the show if you guys hadn't hit our big $2,000 goal. Woo! Uh, So thank you so much, and we'll be back soon with the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed this, because we really appreciate you guys supporting the Patreon. Bye! Kind of.